Welcome to Fractal Marketing. My name is Jared Doyle, and this is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow their company through smarter marketing. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with marketing tips, strategies, and insights to enable you to grow your business. You'll hear from fellow entrepreneurs who share their learnings and insights on how they're growing their business. You'll also hear from marketing professionals who'll give you easy to execute marketing advice. And of course, you'll be hearing from me. You might be an accountant, a graphic designer, a recruiter, or a startup founder. But if you're the best kept secret in your industry, then your business is just not going to grow. Let's get into the episode. So as a marketer, I follow a lot of marketers and social media experts on LinkedIn, as you'd expect. The problem is there's this trend developing and it's really driving me insane. And you'll recognize it when I explain it to you. It's the links in the first comment statement. You know the one, you're reading a post and then they say, rather than dropping a link, I'll paste the link to the first comment. So you have to scroll down and see it. Now, some of you listening will know why people do this and others will have absolutely no idea. But let's all just agree on one thing. It looks ridiculous and that's got to count for something. And so it got me thinking, is this a LinkedIn problem or is this a case of marketers like myself getting confused between causation and correlation? and tactics and statistics that they can see rather than actually what they want to achieve. And I think it's more of the latter. Let me explain in a bit more detail. Now, I always like to think if I was LinkedIn, what would I do? So why would I want to mark down a post that put a link into it? Well, there's the negative view, which is to say LinkedIn doesn't want anyone leaving their network. So of course, if you put a link in the post, that drives people off the LinkedIn platform so they don't like it you can kind of see why that might be true. But I'm not so sure that LinkedIn is really thinking of it exactly like that. You see, I've been playing around with this exact podcast and how I post my podcast updates onto LinkedIn. It's one of the major platforms that I use. And so I'm always wrestling with that idea. Do I put the link to the podcast episode that I'm talking about in the post or do I bury it in the first comment? So it got me thinking, well, let's start doing a little bit of testing, going back and forth and seeing what works. Now, I don't have enough consistency in what I do and my followers to be super accurate, but I wanted to share with you the way I've been playing with the reach and the results that I've been seeing. Again, this is not absolute bulletproof. This is sort of looking at maybe sort of 40 to 50 different posts and trying to work out what's happening. So here's the thing. I make a post about this podcast on LinkedIn and I face a dilemma. What am I going to do? Do I put the link in the post or do I put it in the first comment? Now, what I think is happening is that the idea behind putting in the first comment is that people have seen that posts with links in them get less engagement. They get less reach. And so it got me thinking, is it that putting the link in the post actually reduces the exposure? Or is it the fact that the link is driving traffic away and therefore that's reducing the exposure? Now, they may seem like the same statement, but let me just go into a little bit more detail. You see, my current working theory on this is that the act of clicking away from a post drives someone to another website. Now, if you do this on LinkedIn, especially if you're on a desktop, it'll open up a whole nother experience. I'm probably not either going to go back to LinkedIn or definitely not go back to that post. My interaction with the post finishes at the point where I go, that looks interesting. Let me go away and follow that link. Now, It's not that LinkedIn's marking you down. It's just that you don't get the engagement factors. So you don't get the boost. 
So the posts of mine that do the best to share openly are the text-only posts. And that's because my text-only posts are typically a thought bomb of the day, some kind of question, some kind of statement that I'm thinking. And I go, I wonder if, or does anybody else think that? Now, what that does is that sends positive conversation signals. So people can react to it with curiosity. They can sort of say, yes, I agree, thumbs up. But what you really want is that comment. You want the comment underneath that starts the real LinkedIn social network engine going. And what you really want, like your absolute goal, are sub-conversations. My best posts haven't been the ones with the most likes. Sometimes even the ones with the most comments aren't the best. It's the ones with the conversation, the back and the forth, people sort of questioning and debating and arguing. They're the posts that really take off and you sort of go from 10 to 15, 20,000 views. It's not the ones that get the most comments or the most likes. And so you can kind of see what LinkedIn's driving at. Now, getting back to my point, when I put my podcast post up onto LinkedIn, what's my main objective? Is it to get reach? Is it to get lots of likes, get lots of comments? Or am I trying to get podcast subscribers? And what I've realized is I've got this theory that I'm, I'm actually just trading reach and engagement for the action that I actually want. And so you go, well, why did I make the post? I made the post because I want people to listen to my podcast. I want them to subscribe. I want you to listen to what I'm saying now. That's my goal. And what I realized was by putting the link in the first comment, all I'm doing is trading those clicks for reach. You know, I can have a post that can be seen by 15,000 people around a podcast and only drive through a handful of clicks, five or six clicks. I might have another post that's only seen by four or 500 people, but that might drive 50 clicks through to the podcast. And that trade-off is really down to, well, what was the point of posting in the first place? And so I think what people do is they get entirely distracted by the vanity metrics. And look, we're looking at LinkedIn now, it's the network that's still showing the number of likes. So we're still drawn in, you know, Facebook's removed it, Instagram's removed the like counts. We're being drawn into that same social pressure to get lots of likes or to get lots of views, but that's not really what we want, or at least not with that kind of post. Now, let's not get this confused with the kind of post where I share another article. That's even worse. You know, that's the link is the bulk of the post. Anywhere you click on that post is going off to another site. So, you know, all your traffic is going to go in that direction. But I think what you need to do is mix up your posts. You need to mix up your posts where you've got a post that's about conversations, posts about inspiration. These are the ones that get the views, the comments, and the likes. But you do need to have those money posts. In my case, my money post is my podcast post. That's my ask. That's I'm trying to get something more out of it. And yeah, you know, my reach is, is not as big, but it's leveraging on the other posts where my reach is much further. So look, I, I think people are distracting themselves. And I think they're getting that crazy mentality that LinkedIn doesn't want you to do something. And they start to get like LinkedIn's an evil overlord. Now, as someone who's been doing or has been involved in SEO for more than two decades, I can tell you, if you want to get to paranoia about networks, just speak to someone who's been involved with SEO. They're absolutely convinced Google's doing all sorts of things. And look, you need to be a little bit paranoid in this game. You need to think about what might be happening. But I think people are really misjudging what they're trying to achieve here. And I think at any point, if you're ever adding a link to a post that you're doing on LinkedIn, you should be doing it because the clicking on that link is a positive experience. It's a good thing to do. If it's not, and you don't want people leaving, well, don't add a link. Write the content yourself. That's what LinkedIn wants you to do. Look, the other thing I'll say on this is there's this increasing desire I'm seeing for people to make really long form posts on LinkedIn and not use the article side. And I just would caution people to think a little bit clearly about this. The two metrics that LinkedIn places on those types of posts, so the difference between an article and a post, LinkedIn, when they show you the views of your article, they're really clicks. 
right? So someone's had to see your status update that links through to the article. So they're your clicks as opposed to your views. And you know, when you're looking at any of your LinkedIn posts, you start to measure. So if you put a trackable link in a post and you see how few people actually click on your link and come through to the other side, when you run those articles and you sort of say, wow, I've had 400, 500 people view my article. If you extrapolate that backwards and you would assume, say, I'll often see only 1% of people who view will click, you start to think, well, does that mean in my status feed on the news feed that's been seen, if I've got 500 views, does that mean it's been seen 50,000 times? Probably not because it's going to be suggested and people are going to click through, but the number's going to be meaningful. And so I think there's a, people having that trouble where they're not comparing apples with apples. And look, I guess when it all comes down to it, do you really want to make someone scroll to the first comment and click on a link? You know, it's an ugly experience and we're on here trying to be helpful. And I think what it does is it kind of pulls back that idea that we're on LinkedIn to share and to give. And it says, actually, I'm on LinkedIn for me. I want to get something from it. And so I'm starting to change. I'm starting to see that idea that I want to be seen as being generous. I don't want to be seen as self-serving and all I want is my vanity metrics. I want to be seen that I'm giving something. So bearing that link in the first comment, I think just shows every other market already, every other savvy LinkedIn person that your hidden agenda is really (laughs) driven by your ego more than it is about giving. And look, one final point on that, it's not guaranteed that your link post is going to be at the top. If your post actually does become popular and you get 40 or 50 links, people actually have to search through the comments to find that link to actually click through to the article. So look, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think we're facing a big problem where people are getting causation and correlation mixed up and confusing stats like views and reactions with what their primary objective is. And that should have been for a post like the one I would have put for this podcast into getting a click. So that's my view on that. I figure while I've got you here, let's just talk about a few other little LinkedIn comments and things, because basically what this short monologue is going to be about. So look, if you do want to get reach and you do want to go a little bit better on LinkedIn and your posts, here's a few little extra ideas for you. Definitely think about what your post looks like on a mobile device. That's how most people are going to view it. And what that means is readability is going to be important. So that's why you're seeing people space out their status updates and putting lines and separators in between each. It just, it's easier on the eye to read. That also allows another tactic, which is to say what you want to do. The first thing, or I guess the easiest thing you can do is to get someone to click the read more link. You know, when you're reading a status update, you're scrolling through the newsfeed and you see that little read more. What you want to do is structure it so that exactly the right amount of text is left above that in front of that. So the person's really teased into the idea of, I'm just going to click on read more. That sends the first positive signal to LinkedIn to say, hey, this post is getting engagement. So that's one of the first things that you really want to be able to do. So if you space that out nicely, put nice lines in between your status updates, and you can encourage someone to click on that read more, that's going to be important. I'd also add that the first line is the most important. I'm not a great copywriter. I don't get it right most of the time. But when I do, and it's usually an accident, it's because that first line is super engaging. So that's going to be important for you. I'd also add, you know, make sure you get your timing right on your posts. It's all well and good to be 9.30, 10.30 at night thinking of something going on. That's right, I meant to post on LinkedIn. That's not the time, especially if it's it's local copy. You want to give your post the best chance of getting engagement. And that's typically going to be morning commute, first bit at work, lunchtime, maybe towards the afternoon, just after. Now, all things being equal, the earlier in the day and the more of those segments that get to go through, it's going to make a real difference. 
The other thing is, you know, if you are going to do videos, make sure you do them natively. Don't try to cross link between LinkedIn. Don't try to link from LinkedIn through to Medium or, you know, a YouTube video and try to host on LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn does want it to be native. They want to get those comments. So that's going to always work a bit better. But particularly with Medium, it's because Medium's a logged in platform, that click away just never quite works. If you're like me and you read enough Medium articles, you need to have that paid subscription a lot of time to be able to read what's there. And so because you're on a mobile device and you're opened up in a LinkedIn browser environment, those normal logins and accounts and Google accounts and Medium accounts just won't work in those browsers. So, you know, you really want to keep it native and in the platform. The last thing I'd say is just spend the time to comment and reply if people engage with your posts. But more importantly, and look, this is my number one tip on LinkedIn, be a good listener. Don't be the person who's always out there shouting. The way I imagine every social network, it's a bit like a party with everyone pitching their ideas and stories to each other and yelling at the top of their voices, but with hands over their ears, basically saying, I want to say something, but I don't want to listen. If you can be the person who listens, if you can be the person who comments meaningfully and you give into the environment and into the social network that is LinkedIn, I think you're going to experience not only an uptick in how LinkedIn treats you and how those people then engage with you from the platform, but it creates that social giving and that nicety that means those people are more likely to respond to you. And if you want to imagine the best way that this works is I don't really remember the people that, you know, that I've clicked on in the posts. What I remember are the people who comment meaningfully on my posts. They're the people that I remember and I start to build a kind of relationship with them, but also a bit of social debt. So I find that works a lot better. And it, it's a nice way to ingratiate yourself with a lot of other people. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, pointless comments. That means demonstrating to the person that you've read what they've said and you want to start a conversation. If you do that, those people will remember you. You do that a few times, like once a day, do it for a couple of weeks. You watch what happens. The people that you comment on posts for tend to be the people that turn up on your posts. So if you want to do something around LinkedIn, work on the idea of giving first. And look, back to my original comment, and I guess the impetus for this entire little rant of mine is, look, I'm giving up on the links in the first comment. I just don't think it works. I don't think it has the effect people think that it has. Yes, links will drive less reach. But when you want people to click on a link and you bury it in the first comment, it's ugly. It sends the wrong signals. And it also, it's a trade-off between those links. You're going to get less clicks on it. You're going to get less results. And so if that's what you want, and like me, I want you to click on a post and listen to my podcast, then stick it up in the status update, roll with it and stick to your primary good. So look, I hope that's helped. As I said at the start, it's not 100% sure, certain that I'm right about this, but I'm just seeing this crazy trend. And I just want to throw, I guess, an alternative opinion out there, something that I think might be a little bit different and hope that you get a little bit more natural. And look, maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. It's up for debate. I think most marketers are going to say that's not the case and it doesn't work. But, you know, I want to throw it out there, food for thought. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. This is a short podcast just with me. Next podcast, I'll be back with a guest and chatting with them. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope we were able to provide you with some great marketing ideas that'll really help your business. As always, if you'd like to support me and the show, just jump onto iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and rate and review. Those reviews really make a difference and help me reach a broader audience. If you'd like to connect, the best way to find me, of course, is on LinkedIn, following me on social media, or just connecting. And if you've got ideas for future episodes, or you're a marketer and you would like to appear in a future episode, 
just hit me up on LinkedIn as well. I'd be happy to have a chat. Thanks a lot. And I look forward to speaking with you next week.